0: Hi, my name is Ellie, and welcome to my podcast, In the Highs and the Lows. This podcast is a really cool opportunity for me to get to go on and talk with my friends about what God is doing in our lives because I truly believe that. Even though we are young, we have the impact to go and help as many people as we can, and that's what I'm trying to do here. Uh, I'm so glad you're listening, and I'm really excited for you to tune into this new episode. So go ahead and start listening right about now. Hi, welcome back to another episode of In the Highs and the Lows. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad that you're listening. I hope you enjoyed my new intro. Um, I also have guitar playing in the background. I'm trying to improve the production quality of these podcast episodes I find that really important and I enjoy making them and I want y'all to enjoy listening to them uh, not just the content but also just the way it sounds because uh, that's important to me so today we're going over the book of Ruth so if you haven't read the Ruth book of Ruth before I highly recommend that you do I would say watch the bible project first or just listen to this all the way through probably both um, first because there is some terms that you're not going to know unless you're Uh, like reading your Bible constantly and looking up commentary, or you grew up in private school like I did. Um, But we're going to go over those today, and I know the Bible Project did a really, really good job going over it. Um, But it's only four chapters. It's really short. We're just going through chapters one and two today, and then we'll go through chapters three and four next week, next Thursday. Um, But just to give you a little bit of background. So we don't know who the author is of Ruth. There's speculation that it's Samuel, but really we don't know. Um, we do know it's set around it's in set in the time of the judges, which is before Saul, um, but not like a ton before Saul because we do know that Ruth is actually the grandmother of David, which we'll get to later, but it's not a ton before Saul. So it's the ending period of the judge's period, um, which is interesting. So yes, during the judges period, it was a lot of just back and forth of Israel being bad. God showing them that they've been bad, punishing them for that, then being like, oh crap, I was bad, and fixing it, and then them being bad again, and so on and so forth. So the entire book of Judges is kind of just like, Israel messes up, God punishes them because they messed up, and then they're like, no, no, please, 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 don't, don't, please. And then God's like, okay, cool, here's a judge. Here's like Deborah or Ehud or whoever. Um, And that's... Where well, the Book of Judges is. So we're in that time period. Um, and then a little bit more background. So it, the book opens with uh, Elamech. I'm probably saying that wrong, but um, he's moving his family to Moab. So Moab, um, dot Utah. Uh, it's actually in the Middle East near Israel, like the rest of the Bible is said. But um, he moved his family to Moab, which is right, it's to the east of the Dead Sea if you've ever seen that, and it's uh, closer to Bethlehem, and that's actually where our story starts before Moab, so Elimech's family, and his wife Naomi, his two boys, who I'm not gonna even, well, actually, those names are too hard to pronounce, Malon and Killon, Killian, Killian, sure, sure, we're going with that, Um, those are their two sons, so it's a family of four, you know, they're chilling, and like I said, it's the time of judges, so it's a lot of like, Israel does bad, says, oh my gosh, stop I don't want to be punished and then God helps him out so right now it's in Israel does bad category so um Israel is being punished with a famine so this family of four lives in Bethlehem and they decide they're going to immigrate to Moab for a small period of time until this famine is over just so that their family you know doesn't die off but um fun stuff is that once they settled there Elamech the dad of the family actually ended up passing away anyways Um, So, Naomi was left with her two sons, but the two sons were able to get married to Moabite woman. Um, One was named Orpah. Sorry if I said that wrong. Um, I read that, and I instantly think Oprah. Uh, Quick interesting fact, uh, Oprah is actually named after this character in the Bible, but they spelled her name wrong on her birth certificate. Um, So, that's why she goes by, oh, that's why her name is Oprah and not Orpah. Um, Yeah, and then the other one named Ruth. So they're chilling for about 10 years, and then the sons die too. So we're left with three women. And I just want you to think about the time period that this is. This is like pre-Jesus Bible times. This is early, early, early. We're talking BC. So being a woman by yourself, mm, not fun. It's not fun. Uh, being a widow, not fun. And then being all the family members in your family also widows, yeah, not, not a great time. Um, it's hard enough to be a widow in today's culture, but... When you can't get a job, it's a lot worse because um, they, they can't have jobs. They were not given jobs in this time period. So Naomi's like, well, I don't really have anyone anymore. I have these two daughters-in-laws, but they're not even like they're not my culture. I don't know them that well. I mean, she knew them pretty well at this point. Uh, her sons had been married to them for 10 years. But she's like, this is all that I have, so I'm going back to Bethlehem because um, the Lord had blessed the people in Judah, giving them good crops again. Because like I said, bad, they cry, God helps them. Got it. Now we're back to God helping them. Um, so Naomi's like, mm, I'm going to head back to Bethlehem, which is where she's from. And then both of her two daughters-in-law, uh, Orpha and Ruth are both like we want to come with you like we don't want to be here anymore we want to follow you we want to go with you to Bethlehem and Naomi says uh go back to your mother's homes don't come with me it's not safe with me you're happy here this is your culture this is your religion there's no reason for you to leave um it's not going to be easy for you there stay here and they both go no we want to stay with you we want to go to your people uh clearly they had a big admiration for Naomi um you know like a mother type role in their lives I would assume um but Naomi goes after they both say what they want to say no 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 go back to your culture go find husbands go get remarried y'all are both young y'all can both have kids go back and Orpha sheds um some tears I think it's four tears specifically uh maybe I'm wrong about that she cries and she says goodbye And she leaves and she goes back to uh, Moab and it's rumored that they're about four miles out from Moab. So they're not even that far yet, Um, but it's far enough that it's like, that's a decent walk. Um, But Ruth goes, no, um, I'm still going to stay. And she just clung, it says here that she clung tightly to Naomi and if you go to Ruth 1, chapter uh, verse 16, but Ruth replied, don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Wherever you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death to separate us. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she said nothing more. Um, so that was chapter 1, verses 16 through 18 so something's interesting in my opinion is that the that's kind of the only good that happens in all of chapter one there's a little bit more to chapter one it's kind of just like everybody in Bethlehem's like oh my gosh Naomi long time no see and Naomi's like whoa, 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 whoa. stop being excited I'm changing my name tomorrow because that means bitter um because she's just not happy about life um And it's interesting because Naomi means pleasant, Mara means bitter, and she says, no longer call me Naomi, rather call me bitter because so much bad has happened in her life. And we see that there's really not any good in this first chapter, except for um, Ruth saying to follow Naomi, which doesn't even feel like good to Naomi right now because Naomi's like, I don't want you to follow me. You're condemning yourself to bitterness. Naomi is bitter, as we said, she's now telling people to go by Mara. And the only good that we see in this entire chapter, really, is that Ruth wants to follow her, which doesn't even look like good at this moment. Rather, it looks like a bad thing for Na- for Ruth. Naomi is like, why would you ever follow me into this culture that you don't know? Um, and like I said earlier, um, so Moab, where they're from, had once conquered Israel in the period of the judges. It was not super long ago. So... I can assume, by context clues, that the Moabites were not super, like, looked well on by Israel. I don't know about you, but if I had a country come and capture my country, I probably wouldn't love people from that country. It would I would probably be like, mm, no, you, like, pretty much put me in slavery. I'm good. No thanks. Um, so that's really interesting. But, um... That's all that that's the only good that happens. Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought, um, which is really interesting. But um, if we move on, we go on and we see that they've settled in and they're chilling. And so, Naomi, we're gonna call her Naomi, even though technically she said call her Mara, but I'm gonna call her Naomi because that's what the Bible calls her. Um, Naomi's like, okay, we need to go get food. And Ruth goes and she gets food. And the way that you would get food in this time, if you are a single woman um, living with another single woman, um, you would go behind and you would pick up the barley dropped by barley pickers, um, because it was barley season during this time period. So they would pick up the barley and they would pick it off the leaves and they'd drop it. And like, they wouldn't drop it on purpose, but like, you know, when you're grabbing something, sometimes you miss a couple pieces and there would be women, single, like widows, who would follow behind these barley pickers to come and pick up the barley to bring home to eat. So it was a very small amount of food. You're not making much. It's an it's hours of work out in the hot sun it's not fun it's yeah it's rough um but interestingly enough ruth shows up at this field and she goes and she greets the owner and she's like may god be with you um hey what's up she actually said the lord bless you she didn't say hey what's up but you know you got the gist if it was today's culture she would have said hey what's up um And Boaz, the person in charge of the field, is like, wow, who's that? That was really cool of her to instantly go and do that. And he talks to the, like, manager of the barley fields. Boaz owns it, but he talks to the manager who's in charge, and he sees all these women picking up barley all the time. So he asks the manager, and he's like, hey, who was that? And the manager goes, that is Ruth. She's a Moabite who came back with Naomi, um, she's very loyal to her grandma. Stuff like that. Not her grandma. Her mother-in-law. Whoopsies. Um, this is what it says. And the foreman replied, She is a young woman from Moab who came here with Naomi. She uh, asked me this morning if she could gather grain behind the harvesters. She's been hard at work ever since, except for a few minutes rest in the shelter. Um, so, yeah, I want to take a moment to point this out. So, if you're a foreigner from another country, uh, like a lot of the times, it's hard for foreigner from people from that country that you're now living in to accept you. And um, that's a lot of a cultural. That's a major cultural thing. If we see like refugees coming into countries even today, those refugees are not always welcomed with open arms because it's such a cultural bias. And on top of that, it's hard to provide for those new people coming in. So, on top of that, Moab previously being um, over. The rule of Israel, even though they're not anymore, Moabite, like I said, probably doesn't get along super great with these Israelites, but um, Boaz actually doesn't know that she's a Moabite and chooses um, her and notices her out of everyone else there, even though she's from a different culture. And then after that, she go he goes on and he allows her to... Um, pick up extra barley so basically what happens is he's like hey ruth um please only pick barley at my food at my food at my field um and she's like yeah sure whatever um so boaz goes and speaks to the men the barley pickers and he says let her gather grain right among the sheaves without stopping her and and pull out some heads of barley from the bundles and drop them on purpose for her let her pick them up and don't give her a hard time so, basically what that's saying is, he's like, drop extra for her. And don't just drop the extra that's, like, left over. Drop, like, the good extra for her. So, he's basically already providing for her. And we'll go on to more about how he provides to her later. Um, Spoiler alert, they get married. If you've heard any of this story before, I'm sure you knew that. Um, But if you didn't, sorry, spoiler alert. Um So... She goes back to work and she's picking up these things and she brings it home and she has this huge basket full of barley. Like, that's just not what you bring home when you, you know, collect barley. It's not that much. You're following behind these people, just dropping little bits. You're not going to take that much up. Um, so she shows Naomi and Naomi's like, whoa, how did you get that much? uh, what field did you go to? And Ruth goes, I went to the field of Boaz. Naomi basically freaks out. She's very, very excited. Um, which is like the first time we've seen that from Naomi throughout the entire book. And it's, it's one of the only times, I mean, I'm sure she's excited at the wedding at the end, but like it, this time it's very clear. She's kind of freaking out. Um, Because Boaz is what's known as a kinsman redeemer. So a kinsman redeemer is a person in charge of remarrying to a widow, um, if they're single. So I don't know exactly how it works because I don't know if they need to be like brothers, but he is related to, um, the Naomi's husband who passed away. Um, so they have this bond because of this and it's Boaz's job to marry her since she's single. And he doesn't know that yet, but he'll figure that out soon. Um, so that's where we're going to call it with chapters one and two. There's more to the story, but that comes next episode. But I want to talk a little bit about Ruth's loyalty. So we see throughout the story that she's clearly very loyal specifically to um, Naomi, but we also see that with Boaz at the end, part, of, at the, a later part of chapter two when she agrees to only go to um, Boaz's fields without knowing that Boaz would bless her with um, dropping extra barley, things like that. But um, the reason I want to touch on that is that I think it's important that we do that with our faith, that we are that blindly loyal, um, not to other people, of course, but to Jesus. And I think that that can be really hard, um, especially since we don't see Naomi giving a ton of instructions to Ruth right now. Uh, We're going to go through and we're going to see more instructions soon. But for now, it's a lot of just like you're following me, you're choosing to follow me. It's not even that you have to follow me. It's that you're choosing to follow me. And Ruth continues to choose that and choose that and choose that. And she really doesn't know what's happening next. Because she's choosing to follow a widow as a widow who doesn't have a chance of getting a job. Like this is a big deal. She's going into a foreign land that most likely will not like her. So it's just this blind loyalty again and again and again. And we don't know the relationship between Naomi and Ruth prior to this instant. Um, I'm assuming it was pretty strong considering she followed Naomi in the first place. But um, we do know that this loyalty is a big, big factor in their relationship. And I think that it's important that we look at Jesus in a similar fashion. We don't always know what's going to come next. And we don't always know if we're going to be blessed. And we don't know what we're going to do if we can't find a job or we can't make money or we can't get food Or whatever it is. Maybe it's we're not passing our classes or something like that. We don't know what's going to happen next. But we do know if we're following Jesus, something is going to be okay. Because not only does Ruth put her faith in Naomi, but she's putting her faith in God throughout that. You can see her. She says, your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. She's saying that no longer am I a Moabite woman, but rather I'm a woman following you and I'm a woman following your God. Um that's why we see God continually bless her. She's continually falling and reaching, following and reaching after him. And I'm not trying to preach the prosperity gospel because that is absolutely not true. Um, things that preach that if you just give more, you're going to get more. Um, no, that's not what the Bible says. Um, and I'm not saying that if you just blindly follow Jesus, you'll get your heart's desires and you'll get a ring by spring. If you know what I'm saying, hopefully you do. Because um, that was really funny. But... Whatever happens, a lot of people choose to decide that if they give more, if they have more faith that Jesus is going to bless them, that God is going to bless them. Um, But I think a lot of times we forget that the real blessing is our relationship. Like we see with Naomi and Ruth, she didn't follow Naomi so that she could eventually get married or give her some out of food. She followed Naomi because she loved that relationship and because she felt that love from her stepmother not stepmother, mother-in-law. Um, and we see that continually that she doesn't follow Naomi for the benefits, for the blessings. She followed Naomi for the relationship. And I think that that's what we need to be doing with Jesus. It's really easy to go on and we say, well, I'm going to follow Jesus because he's going to make my life easier because he's going to get me to that job. He's going to get me that car. He's going to get me that A. He's going to get me into that college. Um, But that's not what it says. Rather, it's about, are you following him because of that relationship? Because he calls us to this relationship, this loving relationship that you're not going to experience with anyone else. And the reason that Ruth has this such blind loyalty to Naomi is that she's learned to trust her. And I think it's important that we learn to trust Jesus in the same way. That no matter what, Jesus will have our best interests in mind we even see with Naomi, uh, before Ruth even goes, Naomi has Ruth's best interest in mind, because really it's not Ruth's best interest to go to Israel. It's really not. I mean, it is once like God is like, yeah, it should be your best interest. But like before that, she, like, she doesn't know that. Nobody knows that. Um, so yeah, I just, Through this first two chapters of Ruth, I think it's important that throughout the next week, um, I'm going to start releasing every Thursday, that we just focus on having that, oops, hit my fingers on the table, having that relationship with Jesus for simply having that relationship with Jesus. We shouldn't be striving for blessings or for money or for whatever it is, for a relationship, uh, but just strive for the love that comes from Jesus and not from others and not the things that come or anything like that um so that's all i got for you today thank you so much for listening if you haven't if you haven't go check out my instagram at in the highs.in in the lows um, i'm so glad y'all are listening and i'm so excited to go into ruth chapters three and four with you next time um also you should go check out my merch store it's really cool it's linked to my instagram um okay yeah thank you so much for listening